Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast, all about creating a kinder girl world. My name is Kate Woodfield, and I am the founder and CEO of Fearlessly Girl, speaker, author, and girls empowerment expert. Each week, join me and our incredible Fearlessly Kind facilitators as we share our tips and strategies to raise and educate strong, empowered young women and lead by example as we inspire a generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Hello, hello, my fearless family, and welcome back to the Fearlessly Kind podcast. If you're new here, welcome. I'm Kate, and I'm so excited to be sharing a little part of your day with you as we dive into five of my most important tips for starting or building any kind of girls empowerment business, side hustle, program, nonprofit, you name it. If you've been around for a little while, you'll know that I have been in the girls empowerment space since high school when I started um, the first versions of what later became Fearlessly Girl. It has been the only job I have ever had and I have built not one but two of the leading brands in the girls empowerment space with Fearlessly Girl, our school-based programs and with Fearlessly Kind, which is our certification program for other women wanting to get into this space. And so I'm gonna dive deep into these five tips and tricks and strategies that have worked for me in kind of this like rinse and repeat formula. I teach this inside my courses. If you want more in-depth um, kind of information in these five different tips, you can go to fearlesslykind.com. The link is also in the show note, like the direct link is in the show notes, and you can sign up for our absolutely free Build Your Dream Girls Empowerment Business Bootcamp. So you can sign up for free. You get five video training modules that go even more in depth than what I'm about to share right now. You also get a workbook to help you really plan everything out and strategize and dream up your dream business or program. And if you sign up for the VIP option, which is $97, you also get an absolute ton of bonuses that I actually still use some of these bonuses, the Name Your Program Cheat Sheet specifically. I have gone back to that and used it so often. So there's so much gold in there. You also get a one-to-one strategy meeting with me as well when the VIP um, option. So if that's interesting to you, head to the show notes, sign up for free. You get immediate access to a ton of content. And there's also a free Facebook community that you get access to as well. And you can find that um, in the show notes again. And it's free for anyone to join who has an interest in the girls empowerment space, whether that's running girls empowerment programming in your schools, in your communities, if you wanna start a girls empowerment organization or business or nonprofit like I have done, or if you wanna incorporate this into your existing organization or business, if you wanna incorporate this into your life coaching practice, I mean, there are so many different ways that you can implement this program to make an impact and an income empowering girls. So all of that information is in the show notes. And without further ado, let's dive into these five tips, tricks, and strategies to help you build or launch or grow your dream girls empowerment business. 
All right, so step one is get clear on your vision. So I'm also a business and mindset coach and with all of my clients, this is where we start. What is your vision? What is it you're trying to achieve? What is your why? What drives you? What results do you wanna provide your clients, your customers, your audiences? So step one is, as always, getting clear on your vision. And I know that it can feel super overwhelming where to start. If you're anything like me, you'll want to start by doing everything all at once and helping everybody and creating all the programs. And I love that. I love that for you. <laughs> but the one thing that I discovered about that approach is that it gets you nowhere really, really fast. Okay. So getting really clear on what it is that you want to do and and picking a niche like staying super laser focused on one thing one outcome one vision is the most important place to start and we're going to dive into that a little bit more in an upcoming tip but really ask yourself what is your why like what's your reason for for doing this like who do you want to impact what kind of events do you want to do and we don't have to get super specific in this step. It really is just about that overview of what are you doing here? What like do you want to work with schools? Do you want to work with parents and daughters? Do you want to work with tweens, teens, maybe young women, university age, college age? So kind of drafting out just that overall vision of, you know, do you want to offer your programs online or offline? school-based or community-based? What are your key messages, right? Just diving into the clear vision of what it is you're trying to do. And I mean, you can even zoom out even further and is it a for-profit business? Is it a charity, a nonprofit? Is it just one singular program or series of events that you wanna start with? And the great thing about all of these tips is none of these things are set in stone, okay? I want all of these, um, all of these tips to just like really get those juices flowing for you, like get that excitement going and give you kind of that roadmap initially. But as you dive into this, things will change. You're going to learn, you're going to grow, you're going to find different things that light you up and things that you feel super passionate about that maybe you didn't know before. So be kind to yourself as you start going through all of these and again just remember that it's okay if things change in fact i actually really do encourage that i have only ever made one business plan in my entire life that was when i was 18 years old and trying to get a visa for the states i'm canadian and this thing was a monstrosity and i wrote it and i got the visa and i never looked at it again and i'm not shitting all over business plans you know like i think there's a time and a place but I'm definitely more of an intuitive type person when it comes to my businesses and I definitely want to go with the flow and what feels right. So, you know, like a traditional business person's nightmare. So I'm perhaps not the best person to, you know, give you advice on that, like really clear structure day in, day out kind of thing. So, you know, my advice is always like trust your gut, trust your instincts, go with the flow, do what feels right to you, for you, and um, you know, but having that clear vision as well is super important. I think a lot of it with Fearlessly Girl was all these amazing opportunities just kept coming my way, but I had this overall vision of wanting to empower girls, wanting to do these events, wanting to impact as many young women as possible, and having that vision 
it was really easy for me when opportunities came up to know if that was in line or not with the overall vision. And let me tell you, like some of these offers were tempting, but I ended up saying no to several of them if they just didn't feel aligned or they didn't feel like they were getting me closer to my goal or my vision. And so having a vision does really help you to get clear on where you're going and to say, you know, a full body, hell yes, like sign me up, that's, I'm doing this, or to be really clear on your nose as well, like both are important. So that's why I like to start with having a vision for something is because then you can kind of generally know what direction you're setting out in, but fully expecting for things to change, things to come up, things to evolve, and things to not work out, right? Like there's no way I would ever promise anybody that like this is an easy path and that you dream something up and it's going to be all rainbows and snowflakes or, you know, I don't know why I said snowflakes, but um, <laughs> things are going to come up. Things are going to happen. Things are going to rock you. Things are going to knock you off your path. But it's just about being so clear in your vision and your mission that you just keep coming back to it. OK, so tip number one is get clear on your vision. And tip number two, once you're clear on your vision, is to create your signature offer or program. So again, this comes back to possibly feeling like you might be tempted to want to do a million different things, a million different programs. You probably have a ton of ideas if you, you know, if the topic of this podcast interested you enough to click on it. I am certain that you have so many ideas and so many things you want to do because you see the need. You see the need for integrity-based, powerful, impactful girls empowerment programming in your schools, in your communities, maybe as a part of your existing organization, whatever that might be. And it can be really, really tempting. But again, I will say it again, the quickest way to get absolutely nowhere is to try to do everything. And so pick that one thing that you're really good at, you're really passionate about, that you really believe in, that you really want to be known for. And for me, it was our flagship Fearlessly Kind Summit. So that has been the summit, the program that has transformed girl world. It has impacted well over 100,000 girls live in person globally. And it is a truly transformational, incredible half day school assembly program. And I spent three years creating it trial error begging schools to let me show up and and try it and like there were some flops you guys like there were some really 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 not good events and i could tell like the schools were disappointed and the girls were bummed out and i was devastated crying in the car on the way home so it was it was rough and i don't want to scare you off by telling you that story because i am now creating so much content and um programs to help you avoid exactly that scenario of just like begging to speak for free. I would pay my way to different events just like that truly made no sense for me to speak at just so I had an opportunity to be in front of an audience and get more comfortable and gain those skills. And so I don't recommend going that path. There are certainly easier ways to go about that that I have learned and I will dive into that in the boot camp. But all that to say, like, it was so important for me to get known for one thing, to have the best possible thing on the market, which is, and it continues to be, the Fearlessly Kind Summit. And 
it was transformational. It's what put Fearlessly Girl on the map. It's what opened the door to so many incredible partnerships with athletes, with brands, hosting these huge events. It really was the thing that I got known for. So ask yourself, what is that one thing that you want to be known for? It might be running an online girls group. It might be one-on-one coaching. It might be community workshops. It might be parent-daughter events or just parent events, Um, school programs, after-school programs. I mean, there are just so many avenues you can take in this girls' empowerment space. So Just get really clear with yourself. What is that one thing that you want to be known for? The one thing you want to be the best at? And the one thing that you are okay sticking with for maybe one, maybe two years, depending on, um, you know, just how much time and energy you have to put into this. So we often, I find in business, we give up before we see the results. We don't get in like an instant success. We don't have a million people signing up. So we're like, oh, that's a flop. I'm out. I'm going to try something else. And so we're just in this cycle of constantly trying to recreate, reinvent the wheel, start something new. And we don't give the thing that really lights us up the opportunity to succeed. And I think a lot of that has to do with just how short our attention spans are. We want a quick win. And I get that, right? It feels good when some when the stars align and you get that quick win. But I don't want to set you up for that. Maybe, maybe it'll happen, but more than likely, you're gonna launch your, you know, workshop series and maybe you wanna fill 50 seats, but maybe 10 people show up. That is not a failure, okay? That is incredible. And I want you to serve the hell out of those 10 people. And what happens is you stick with it and you keep going and then word of mouth, people start to talk about it and people start to spread the word and you start to build really organically that way. And that was how it was with Fearlessly Girl. Once I got the summit to this dynamite place, schools would contact me because teachers talk to each other and parents talk to each other. And so it just kind of really started in such an organic way. And I mean, and there's obviously paid ways that you can get in front of your audience as well. And I've done that also with different, you know, especially online programs. So whatever it is, just be prepared to stick with it and see it through, okay? Don't give up if one person signs up. Don't give up if, you know, no one is, you don't have a hundred people rushing to your newly set up Instagram page. It takes time and that's okay. So pick something you love enough to stick with and work through it and grow with it. All right. So whatever that is, focus on making that one thing profitable and wildly successful before branching out. Tip number three is to build a community. So the key, this is the key to not only having like a greater impact and a greater reach, but also making some great income too. And if you've been in my world long enough, you will know that that is what I want for you. I feel like this work matters, it's important, and you should be compensated for it. You should be compensated for the transformation you provide your audiences. And I remember in the very beginning when I got started, I had so many other speakers. And like when I would show up to these conferences 10 years ago, I was more often than not the only female on the stage doing the workshops. And it was kind of like this novelty because I was breaking into this 
old boys club in the speaking industry. And this was in Canada predominantly in the very beginning. And there were some great people that I met that were super encouraging, but I also had a lot of people be like, well, isn't this cute? You know, there's no money in this. Like this is charity. This is volunteer work. You'll never be able to make a living doing this. Like people said these things to me and I use that to really like fuel me, fire me up even more because I knew that this work mattered, that it's important and that I should be compensated for it. Now, I had a lot of limiting beliefs I had to break through around charging what I was worth and selling and asking for money. But the more I saw the value in this work, the more I saw the transformations, the more comfortable I got upping my prices and 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 getting the money for, for these different programs because I knew they worked and I knew I was worth it. And so there's a lot of mindset stuff that goes into it, but anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. So building a community is such a great way to get the word out. And the thing is, is you don't have to start from scratch. Look at the community you already have. I know a lot of listeners to this podcast are educators, are parents. And so look at look at the communities you're a part of. Maybe you're part of professional groups. Maybe you're part of a parenting group. Maybe you just have a ton of parent or educator friends on Facebook or on Instagram or on your email list that may or may not already exist, you know? So look at the network you already have and realize you don't have to reinvent the wheel and you don't have to start from zero unless you want to. Um, or, you know, unless, you know, maybe you have been living on an island in the middle of nowhere forever. I'm saying that as somebody who is currently on an island in the middle of nowhere, renting a, <laughs> renting a cottage for a few months. So listen, no hate, okay, I get it. If that's you, I get it. Um, and you might have to start from zero, but if that is the case, whatever the case is, choose one platform and be consistent. Again, consistency is key, and that is why it's so important to pick a topic, a niche, a program that you are passionate about because you need to stick with it and you need to be consistent. And it can again be tempting to be everywhere all at once, but it's, you guys, it's hard to even be consistent on one platform. And that is something that I continue to struggle with, with Fearlessly Girl, with Fearlessly Kind, with my coaching business, is showing up consistently and continuing to provide a ton of value, especially when you're just starting out with like a small audience because it can seem like, well, nobody cares, nobody's listening, nobody's liking my post, nobody's engaging. And that is why being consistent and showing up often is the key. And so trying to show up consistently on five different platforms is just setting you up for a disaster, really, because it's, it's almost impossible to be consistent in the very beginning on a million different platforms. So definitely choose one platform and be consistent and understand your target audience. Like where do they hang out? Are they in different Facebook groups? Like, are you gonna choose Facebook as your main platform and engage with them there? Are they on Instagram? Are you gonna engage with different groups and different audiences there? Um, you know, really diving into your hashtag strategy. Do they listen to podcasts? Are you gonna be consistent with having a podcast come out every week in order to reach your ideal customers or clients or whatever? So that's one option. Another one is just to get, again, super, super clear on who it is you're speaking to. What are the problems that you're solving? So with the summit, I was solving the problem 
of relational aggression and bullying primarily amongst girls in middle and high school. Well, who is who's buying those programs? I learned the majority of the people who were booking me were guidance counselors or vice principals. And so I started creating content, reaching out to that kind of demographic of people and solving the problems, like providing value. So if you're doing parent-daughter events, it's the moms, the dads who are signing up for these events, how do you get in front of them? So getting super clear on your ideal customer is gonna help you put your content, put your message, put yourself in their path and solve their problems and provide value. And something else I really believe in is to over deliver always. That was something that from the very beginning of Fearlessly Girl was super important to me was I wanted to over deliver on everything. I wanted the schools, the parents, the girls, the brand partners, whoever I was working with, I wanted them to leave being like, oh my God, like I got so much more than I thought out of that. That was even better than I thought it was. And I used to love that feedback. I used to love that feedback from huge brands who, you know, in the very beginning, it was like totally nerve wracking for me to go into a boardroom and work with these massive, massive brands because I had no clue what I was doing. I remember when Evian asked me for a deck and I'm like, you want me to build you a what? I had no idea what a deck was. And I'm like, yep, sure, I can, I can get you a deck by Thursday. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, what am I doing? So I Googled, what is a deck? And you know, I understood it was like you know, putting the whole pitch deck together and slides and all that. So anyway, I'm always getting off track. But the point is, is after those meetings, and after delivering that deck or after delivering that program, that summit, whatever, the feedback from Evian, from other brands was always like, wow, that was incredible. That was one of the best decks we've ever gotten. That was one of the coolest events we've ever been to. I had like grown men, like sports, tough sports agents who like were literally fighting with other agents on their Blackberries, Blackberries, multiple. Um, <laughs> prior to a summit coming up to me in tears after a summit being like that was so incredible that was so moving and i love that feedback because i always wanted to over deliver and so that when it comes to building your community and being known for something having that kind of vibe about over delivering and giving people more than they ever expected in terms of quality in terms of your time your energy, like how you treat people when you show up to a school or you show up to an event, all of those things truly, truly matter. And I credit so much of the success of Fearlessly Girl and Fearlessly Kind with that, with like over delivering and leaving people like, oh my gosh, that was incredible. I had no idea it was gonna be so good. So trying to over deliver in every way when it comes to like each possible touch point with your customers or your clients is such an incredible way to build a community. And that goes to, you know, when people slide into your DMs, are you like replying to them in a timely fashion? Are you providing value? Are you showing up to the school early and setting up and like really kind of getting an idea of what the issues are that you're dealing with and understanding the climate of the school and all those things like those little things matter so much so when it comes to building a community always 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 over deliver
Okay, so moving along, tip number four is to spread the word. This is something that I really did struggle with also in the beginning with like promoting myself. I always thought that was sketchy and weird. Spoiler alert, it's not. My dad would always say to me, he's like, well, you just have the best kept secret out there. <laughs> and he was right for a long time. I was like super shy and I was overly humble about it all. And that doesn't work. And if you have a good program and you're passionate about doing this and you know that this is just like what you were here to do, keeping it a secret benefits nobody, okay? And I totally get it. Self-promotion is not everybody's idea of a good time. But if you are providing a powerful, important service, you owe it to yourself and to the world to share it, okay? So don't be afraid to get the word out, to market, to sell, whatever you wanna call it. Um, a great way to go about this is just like tell people what you're doing, breathe. I'm a big believer in breathing things into existence, okay? So like tell your friends, tell your family, tell your colleagues that you're starting this program or you're starting this nonprofit, that you're piloting this you know, workshop, whatever it is, and don't underestimate the power of your existing network, okay? To kind of help get that word out and to share. But you can also boost, you know, pay a little bit of money to boost your posts on Instagram, to build and nurture an email list. And I go in depth into this during our free bootcamp because it's so, so important to start building an email list yesterday. Again, full, you know, transparency. That is something I was not good at in the beginning of Fearlessly Girl. And I do regret that. I do wish I would have been better at building my email list and taking that more seriously as I grew because I do believe that would have expedited the growth even more. Um, the thing about Instagram followers and Facebook likes and all that is you don't own that audience, right? Facebook does or Instagram does. So when you have an email list of people who opt in to your freebie, if you're giving away a free cheat sheet or a free workshop or a free info session and somebody trades that information for their email address, they are on your list. You own your email list. And it's such a beautiful, great way to build the like, know, and trust with your customers, your clients, your audience that will lead to sales and bookings down the road, okay? So I dive deep into building your email list in the free bootcamp. Um, other ways to spread the word are, again, to be consistent with social media, to partner with local organizations and businesses, to pitch yourself to podcasts, to radio shows, to pitch the media. A lot of our facilitators have had a lot of success using the techniques that I've shared about pitching yourself, about getting yourself on TV, getting yourself in front of an audience, getting yourself featured as a guest expert in you know, newspapers, magazines, things like that. So spread the word, get out there, develop a marketing strategy. Again, I go into that um, on day four of the bootcamp because it is just so important to get comfortable sharing what you're doing and not just like sharing the nuts and bolts of your offer, but like what is the transformation? I work a lot with my one-to-one -one clients about what is the transformation? Like what is the difference in the person that sits in that seat before you start to speak versus the end, okay? that That's the transformation. How are they leaving better, different, stronger, wiser, kinder, whatever it is? And 
getting good at selling that trans transformation, talking about that transformation, instead of just being like, you know, if you're selling an online course, it's like, well, it's five modules and three lessons and all that's great information. Like I never buy a course without reading every single word on the sales page. Some people don't even read a sales page at all. They just slide into your DMs and are like, payment link, I'm in, right? <laughs> so everyone's different, but it's so important to make that transformation clear. And once you know that transformation, you can sell that. And for a lot of people that does make it easier, right? Because you're not just selling a thing, a widget, you're really selling a journey that somebody goes on that leaves them better. Um, anyway, so that's tip number four is spreading the word. And tip number five, You've just heard me talk all about over-delivering, but I do wanna mention that again because it's such a powerful tool in your business toolbox to go that extra mile and to really set yourself apart from everyone else. Like I honestly truly believe, like I wouldn't have started this certification program if I thought the girls empowerment space was oversaturated, if I thought there were enough programs in existence that who needs one more? The fact of the matter is, is that we need girls empowerment programming now more than ever. Girls are hurting, girls are struggling. We've just been through the most insane two plus years. There's so, girls are dealing with so much anxiety, stress, bullying, because like, you know, I'm a huge believer that hurt people hurt people and girls are hurting right now. So there is so much room, so much need for more girls empowerment programming in the world right now. And I d absolutely believe in collaboration over competition. But if you really want to set yourself apart, go the extra mile, make, make your programs beautiful. Make like, for me, it was so important when the girls walked in the room that they were like, wow, somebody did this for me. Like somebody did this, I feel so special, this is so cool. You know, like I wanted to create those moments and those little things turned out to be really, really big things in the end because everything, everything created that sense of like, wow, I'm special. This is a quality program. This is a program I can count on. This is a program I can put my neck out for and pitch and get more funding for. Going the extra mile and over-delivering is such a powerful strategy in life and in business. And um, anyway, so I could go on and on, but the good news is I did go on and on when I recorded the five-day bootcamp. And it really does walk you through step-by-step-by-step by step by step everything you need to do to launch your program or business. And it's totally free, it's totally awesome. I've had so many women get great, great, great results from that. And the reason I put that out there and made it free is because like I said, we need girls empowerment programming now more than ever. I see how busy our facilitators are, the great work they're doing, selling out their events, running massive conferences, getting huge funding from huge companies, I mean, Truly, the time is now to get into this space and transform Girl World, okay? So all the links are in the show notes below. I hope these tips helped you get kind of an idea or maybe light that spark to go out there and get started. If you've listened to any of the other interviews that we've done with 
any of our other facilitators, you'll hear the one piece of advice that they all have, that they all share, is to just do it, just get started, just put yourself out there, take that risk. It is so necessary and so important. And if this is something that's on your heart, if this is something that lights you up like it's lit me up all these years, then I want to be your biggest cheerleader in making your girls' empowerment dreams come true. So follow along on Instagram at fearlesslykind, join our free Facebook group, register for the free boot camp, and the support and excitement um, awaits you in all of those different places. So thanks so much for tuning in and I will see you next week. Bye for now.